0: Hello! Hi there! Welcome to the Guiding Voice podcast series. The Guiding Voice for a Better Future. This podcast is to help professional students, IT employees and entrepreneurs to shape their careers. Dear listeners, in every episode, we interact with industry experts or leaders or academicians or coaches across the globe to drive some insightful conversations that will help our audience learn great things. Also, we share an interesting trivia or a fun fact about the IT world or technology towards the end. Thank you for tuning in. This is Naveen and it's my co-host Sudhakar. So folks, many a times people on the other side who are from non-IT think that IT job is very lucrative. Similarly, if you are into IT industry and if you are on the operation side, you think development is something very lucrative. And let's assume you are into Java technology and you see somebody on the ERP side, you think they are earning much more than what you are making today. So likewise, there are so many misconceptions and misinterpretations about IT career. And if you look at somebody as a fresher, they have their own assumption saying that once you get into a job, that's it, life is settled. But do you think it is easy to survive and thrive in the IT world and successfully craft a wonderful IT career? So today, let us buzz the myths about IT career. And we are pleased to welcome Prashant to our show. And I'm super pleased to announce that Prashant is one of the great bosses that I've worked with and I'm very glad to have met a wonderful professional and leader like Prashant.
1: To talk and know more about whether the grass is always greener on the other side, we are going to have this conversation with Prashant Kumar, who is a performance-driven IT industry professional with 19 years of cross-cultural experience with skills in adopting a pragmatic approach in improvising on solutions and resolving complex business issues. Prashant worked for brands like Edelweiss, Monsanto, Cyber, GE, and also engaged with startups like you tag and medibox at CXO level positions. He has an exceptional talent for providing digital, automation, artificial intelligence solutions that engage executive management and diverse teams at all levels with the development of IT roadmaps with vision, strategy, and release plans. Prashant gained international experience by working on site across the States, France, Switzerland, and collaborating with key stakeholders and global customers. His core expertise includes mapping requirements of global clients, different stakeholders, technology partners, service providers, vendors, business units, and peer organizations. Prashant, welcome to our show.
2: Thank you, Naveen and Sudhakar, for your kind words. And when I look back of this uh, almost 20 years of career now, I feel very, very, very humbled to say that wherever uh, we are today, that's because of the right people like Naveen is definitely one of that with whom I've uh, had a great experience of working with and a great set of leaders from GE, Monsanto, different organizations, especially people. I can tell you I had amazing people in my life and thanks for inviting me for this particular session. I always believe that uh, sharing the knowledge is the best way to learn as well as to contribute back to the society. So we get so much from this society and it's our responsibility to give back something. So thanks for providing me this opportunity and we can continue thank you
1: excellent so prashant we know the companies that you worked for can you please briefly talk about your career journey and how you ended up with suddenly moving into the startup world
2: that's an interesting question. Actually, a lot of people ask me if I do some retrospection of myself, it's own personality, right? So, there is nothing wrong with, the, or there is nothing called right or wrong approach. So, after having 16 years of interesting experience with corporate, again, as I mentioned, working with very, very nice and capable people and learning a lot of things and learning about business, learning about how technology can bring to, uh, change to business. So, we started from the days of uh, where, you know, like, Everything has to be done manual to the automation, Java, SAP, Salesforce. Name the technology, I have got opportunity to do some hands-on in that. I can't say I'm expert, but some hands-on to different technologies. In all this while, one thing which was going on in my mind was, of course, these corporates are existing from long time. BG, Monsanto, very, very successful companies, Adelweiss, very successful companies. But on the same time, I was thinking like, can we bring some difference? So can we solve some problems and uh, can we see you know like how a small set of people can passionate people can come together and look at a real world problem and provide a solution. So that is where the startup has started. So when we saw problems like in the pharma industry, the data is not leveraged in the right way, the end to end value chain is not connected properly. Or when there's an opportunity where we were burning some medicines because of the expiry date, but on the same time in some places people are dying because that medicines were not reaching to them. So How we can bridge these gaps? So these kind of interesting uh, problems and the startups were trying to solve, that's what I got attracted. Yeah, also it's one's risk-taking ability, right? So startups comes with its own uh, challenges and its own... You need to have... uh, little bit more uh, tolerance and planning and everything. Uh, but I personally enjoy that. I think that is where I ended up in startup. And then this one, uh, again, uh, the, if you ask me why I came back, I startup up to the corporate world. The Volvo car opportunity which came was looked like pretty much like a startup. So we are setting going to set up one more uh, tech hub in India for Volvo cars. And I was the first employee, need to set up a team from beginning. Sounded very interesting. Of course, with one more perk where the monthly salary is guaranteed. So that is where I started uh, taking this Volvo cars journey again.
1: Excellent. That's a that's a roller coaster journey. Taking care of or working with companies of diversified sizes, right? GE, Cyber, Monsanto, and these startups and now again to corporate world with the Volvo cars. So, Prashant, in all these milestones, I would call them as, what are the your core leadership beliefs that? continued with you and that you follow or that you expect from your employees or your peers?
2: Very good question. I think I can... uh talk quite a uh, quite a few things here but to say as you mentioned uh, what are my core beliefs so first thing is positivity i'm always an optimistic person i believe that we'll find solutions if we work together as a team we'll find solution and things happen for a right reason so sometimes we all have our own ups and downs but keeping that positivity and optimism is very important so i expect that from the team and i try my level best to instill that with the people with whom i work with work second thing is simplicity so we don't have to make things very complicated so we can uh, be it gathering requirements or be it giving feedback or be it understanding the feedback. That can be very simple. So positivity and simplicity, these are the first two things. And then the most important thing is treating people with dignity and respect. This is something I believed from day one. And also people whom I was looking for as leaders, I saw they were also doing this very well. Like be it Bharat kalyanaram Ram in GE or uh, be it Paul Hawkins in GE. That was my initial set of people with whom I was looking for. And uh, similarly, that list continues. There are many people uh, from whom I learned. This respect and uh, treating people with dignity. Because when people are working with us as leaders, we are there because of our people. So our people are not there because of us, right? So when they commit and when they are delivering, then there's a value for our role. Otherwise, there's no value for us as leaders. So treating them with dignity and respect is very important. And also one more thing is, see, a lot of us confuse saying that, okay, I'm responsible for their career and salary increment. Or maybe next set of roles no you're responsible for their life how you treat them in office and how well you make them feel that has impact on their families so it's a big responsibility so ensuring that your people are taken care is one more uh, core belief of leadership uh, sudhakar
0: So, simple yet powerful statement, Prashant, we are there because of people, it's not the other way around, simply captivating and treating people the way you would like to be treated is something which resonated with me and uh, I've always been an admirer of your leadership and uh, it's in, in fact a privilege to be working for a person like you and you also touched upon some of the core beliefs like positivity, simplicity dignity and treating people with respect yeah definitely these are going to help one becoming a great leader like you thank you for sharing those wonderful tips with our audience so prashant you always uh, give back to the society by interacting with the grads so what is your opinion about the current generation of grads like to, to start with we can begin with what is your opinion about them what should they be doing things differently
2: sure so that's a very interesting question and also i will tell you that's a very important question also because they are our future they are our next generation they are going to define the future of this world and of course our country right on the positive side i feel really good about the kind of opportunities presented today and kind of technologies or kind of the resources available in their disposal to learn or connect across the globe wonderful i think that's very positive about today's environment but on the same time something which i'm not very comfortable with like a lot of graduates will come and ask me we the job told okay fine what do you want to do the common answer i hear is i want to be a developer Okay, what do you want to develop? So that you hire me and teach me. No, that's not the way to look at your career, right? So a lot of them will say that in college, they never taught us anything. So don't blame your college, your college, the, your subjects. There's a reason for it, right? So you cannot change it. But now you have all the resources available. I'm not trying to promote any, you know, like the website or online training material here. But still, there are a lot of them are available today. Versus if somebody comes and tells me, Prashant, I want to be a developer. Okay, what do you want to develop? Anything you want to develop, I'll develop. But you know what? I learned HTML. I learnt Angular or I learnt uh, React. And see, here is a sim- simple mobile app I have developed. And this is the problem this app is going to solve. If somebody can talk to, talk to us confidently about what they want to do and how they are preparing themselves for that, we need that kind of mindset. And we don't want graduates to think that just because they are engineers or science graduates or anything for that matter. Just because they have a degree they get a job. No, that is not true. You should have the right skills. And again that blaming back to college saying that my college has not told me. That's a fact. You cannot do much with it. But what you can change. So that is something I expect from uh, today's graduates. And the second thing is uh, this delayed gratification. I think all of us who are sitting here, we all, when we started our career, we never worried too much about what others are making, what we are getting and what, what to say the next role. We all tried doing our best in whatever opportunity given to us tried our level best to learn and we also note that that word delayed gratification is very important because things cannot happen overnight and also career is not a sprint it is a marathon it is not that you learn 11 or 15 seconds or 20 seconds 100 meter and complete it no you have to learn you have to run marathon if everything goes fine for most of us who start working we have to work for 30, 40, 35, 45 years so if you get everything if you want to get everything in first 1, 2, 3 years what will you do for rest of the years? So build your future in such a way that keep learning, keep going forward, keep you know like interacting with the right people. And last but not the least, please make sure that always professional career is like a rubber ball. It can bounce back. But your family, your health and your emotional well being, these are all glass balls. You can't let them drop. If you drop them, it is gone. So always prioritize properly
0: amazing i think these are like pearls of wisdom i would say very simple thoughts but powerful again prashant uh, one thing talking about the post-graduation many of the grads think about post-graduation like do do you think they should do this post-graduation immediately after graduation or maybe they have to work briefly and then get into it what's your opinion on that
2: a very good question. A lot of people even today ask me why I have not done an executive MBA or am I interested in doing some expensive management study and all those kind of things. But my thoughts on this are a little different. I always say that if you want to do a post-graduation, you ask yourself why you want to do it, what you want to achieve. Say like if you want to be a Java developer or if you want to be a developer, whatever Java or anything you can say. Nowadays you know there are many technologies, Python, Go, anything it can be, right? So if you want to be in the IT professional, then you do your engineering and then you do MBA. What are you going to use from MBA? Versus if you are very clear saying that no, I want to get into DRDO or space research or I want to some junction work for NASA, go for it. Do your post graduation, go do your PhD. So whatever you are studying, no, you make sure that you try to make career out of it. And if you have that level. Of of clarity then only go for higher education but if your focus is to work and do some interesting things in life and you know like do well in your life and do some decent earning for that i don't think so you need post-graduation but if you have an aspiration to use that post-graduation for a specific thing and contribute back to the world and also use for your own wisdom or uh, your own development go for it some of the best developers I know in my own circle who have taken 8 years to complete 4 years engineering. So you cannot say that only education and skills are necessarily need to come together. It's, it's your passion and your commitment about what you want
1: to do. Excellent. Prashant, let me flip the question the other way around and ask you, what should students refrain from doing?
2: Okay, what should students refrain from doing? First thing is, they should not take anything for granted whatever they have today it may be their parents hard work or there are many many or their teachers helping them to learn there are many people contributing to that so you can't take it for granted And fortunately or unfortunately a lot of students today have not seen the days of what 70s or 80s or 90s what we have seen in India Because like as country has started seeing little bit more wealth and the development A lot of the young generation today they have not seen that real struggle There is nothing wrong with it I am happy for this young generation They need not have to go through what all of us have gone through Or most of us have gone through but they should not take things for granted. That is that is number one. And number two, all the digital technologies what are available today these are all double-edged sword you can use it to you know like either for good or for bad so as much as possible try to use it for your good be it for your learning or be it for connecting to right people or be it for learning new things so use that and the third important thing is please don't think that once you're done your education if you get once you get a job your life is done and you're settled no After 20-22 years of experience, and I'm sure you also have the similar experience, even today we are learning. Every day is a new day for us. And some of us still feel that college days were good because we had only you know like specific subjects to learn and complete the exam and come out but the actual world is not that so please don't leave in that perception that once you get into your job your life is settled no and once you get into your job and then you also have your own family and you'll have your own bigger other responsibilities to handle life itself has its own curveballs be prepared for it
1: yeah, staying current and relevant to the industry requirements by always having that learning mindset is very important and relevant in the current generation, absolutely. I think it is. it has been relevant forever, but more so in the current dynamic you know, world that we are living in.
2: Yeah, I'll just give you an example. Say like my father-in-law, who was a banker for 35 years, and if you ask him what he has done pretty much the similar things throughout his career but throughout to, to the end of his career he had to shift and learn computers right and but if you think about somebody getting into bank today the young generation they would not do anything manually they need to have that how to you know like the work more mostly on the automated way and use systems use this uh, softwares that should come to them naturally that's the expectation as you also mentioned staying current is very important and the most important thing is one of my mentor used to tell me you either earn or learn if that is not happening don't engage in that conversation or don't spend your time on that activity so in early stage of my life i used to really think what you were saying later i le- understood that earning need not have to be only the money earning can be experience earning can be uh, learning from some others mistake so it can be a lot of softer things also it did not have to be always uh, money so if you are not earning or learning my request is don't engage in that conversation or don't spend time on that activity
1: that is profound if you are not earning or learning don't engage in that transaction because that is not going to benefit you in any way. So Prashant, continuing on the topic of current generation, once the student gets into a job through either campus selection or off-campus drive, what should the student be focusing on during the initial years of that job to convert that into a career? It's
2: a very valid question. So a lot of of these smart uh, young professionals whom I meet, and I also draw a lot of energy from them too, stay myself young and uh, relevant so one of the thing what i feel is a lot of them have a plan saying that in next two years i should be called this and next four years i should be this manager that manager now i always tell people no don't do that initial stage of your career you just focus on learning just focus on improving your technical skills whatever may be that job it or non-it doesn't matter but every job has a technical aspects and every job has a core expectation try to learn as much as possible and your company should feel that no you are the best without you you know like it would be very difficult for them to achieve their business goals get into that kind of uh, i can say the level in your company that doesn't mean that you have to be called xyz for that right and then all other benefits will follow so initially i would say everybody saying that you be really good in what you're doing and that will take you for long see if you take our own example sitting here if i look back i think my initial stage of career we were extremely good in doing it operations managing portals and solving server related problems and infrastructure related problems so that has helped us to go very long way in our career right
0: Wonderful. Very enriching conversation so far Prashant and I think uh, we are seriously discussing about some topics which are going to help all the listeners craft a great career. So let us add some fun element to this conversation. So would you be interested in a quick Mm -hmm. rapid fire round?
2: Surely, but I think uh, I hope you will not ask me those questions. Where though I know the answers, I can't answer. So don't ask me those
0: questions. Absolutely, I'm going to keep it very simple. So assured <laughs> from my okay. side. So here comes the yeah. first bullet, Prashant. Mm-hmm. If Prashant was in, was not into IT, where would have been into?
2: I think I would be a musician who is going around uh, villages singing and teaching for people who are interested in music or maybe singing on roadside.
0: Wonderful. Network versus net worth. Which one is your preference?
2: 10 years back, if you asked me this question, I would have said net worth is my preferred answer. But today I would still say that network, but with a little twist saying that uh, network with people with net worth
0: bang on. Here comes the third one. Which object or animal would you compare Prashant with?
2: I think elephant, because uh, what I feel about elephant is it's slow, steady, and doesn't lose his temper that easily and uh, keeps going, but very difficult to handle if it loses its temper. So I would compare myself to elephant.
0: <laughs> Interesting. So here comes the fourth one. What are three things that you cannot leave with, Prashant?
2: My family. And books and music.
0: Awesome. Okay, here comes the fifth one. What is the strangest thing that you have ever eaten?
2: with all the due respect to people who love sushi. Sushi is something I felt is a very strange thing I have ever written.
0: Great. Last one for the rapid fire round. If you were given unlimited Mm -hmm. funding, unlimited resources, what is one app that you would build and why?
2: Naveen, I think if I seriously think about it, because uh, I've also been told many times by some wise people, be careful before you ask for something you may get it. Keeping that in mind, I would love to use this money and resources to build a skill development center. I don't want to develop one specific app rather i will develop uh, build a skill development center where we can help people to build their own future
0: that's amazing thank you so much for active participation
1: in the rapid fire round over to you sudhakar thank you prashant one last question for this session what is your one piece of advice for those who want to make big in their careers
2: just be yourself try to do best in whatever you are doing and also remember that there is a huge system people around you respect them and acknowledge them that's all i think everything else will take will be taken care of. because that's what i have seen in my life to be honest with you if somebody even could ask me where you want to be five years from now i will say i don't know i just want to do the best of whatever is given to me and i know the next opportunity presents itself
1: amazing Prashant. Like I was mentioning, this has been a profound conversation. Thank you so much for joining us today. It was indeed great to have this conversation with you on busting myths about IT career. couple of things that will stay with me for long. Don't take anything for granted. Always keep your learning hat on because that is the only way you can stay current and relevant. And the final part that you touched upon yourself. Rest will fall in place automatically. Thank you. We really appreciate you taking time for us.
2: Thank you Sudhakar and Naveen. I truly appreciate talking to you and also your initiative of sharing the knowledge and helping people to learn from it. It's really great. Keep continuing good work like this.
0: And folks, if you have liked this episode, please share with at least three of your friends or colleagues for whom you care for. Because the Guiding Voice podcast series is a purely not-for-profit venture and our team puts in a lot of effort to bring the best conversations to all our listeners. And our purpose is very clear. We want to provide curated guidance to all the professional students out there, be it from engineering, B-Schools, and all the IT employees and entrepreneurs, so that all of you can make informed decisions based on the insights that are driven by the industry experts, coaches, leaders, or academicians across the globe because if you share this with your friends it helps them also learn great insights from every episode or if you are listening to the guiding voice podcast on the apple podcast please do not forget to leave a review and a five star rating because every rating will help us expand our reach and contribute to our mission to shape the careers and lives of millions of people across the globe and if you are watching the episode on youtube please do not forget to hit the like button and subscribe to our channel. And last but not the least, I want to reiterate, please share with at least three of your friends or colleagues. Thank you so much in advance. All right. So it brings us to the trivia segment of today's episode. And here comes the question. Do you know how many viruses are released each month? You may be thinking, but let me tell you, there are approximately 6,000 new viruses released every month. So while the developers and security teams are at work, even hackers are also working harder than the security folks in order to destroy the systems. That's a quite a whopping number. 6,000 viruses per month. Interesting, isn't it? Thank you for listening. There is more in store, folks. Stay tuned. Take care. Be safe. Until next time. Bye-bye. And we are signing off for today.